From IBM Cloud and Cognitive Software, you're listening to The Art of Automation with host Jerry Cuomo. Hey, hey, thanks, Ethan, and welcome to The Art of Automation, a podcast that explores the application of automation in the enterprise. So, why is automation in the enterprise important, you ask? Would you believe me if I told you automation with AI will release $134 billion in labor value in 2022? That's right. Analysts estimate that enterprises spend billions of hours a year on low-value work that strips people from focusing on the things that really matter most to a business. So it's about recovering time and putting it back to good use. And that's really the foundation of the business of automation. But knowing where the best places are to recover time and knowing where and how best to put it back where it matters, well, this is where technology and the data that the technology unlocks can help. So you can use technology to mine and observe data to reveal where the best places are to recover time. And you can use AI technologies to spend that newfound time using machine learning models to predict where you once reacted, use natural language processing to understand intent and computer vision to capture live insights. And to quote today's guest, the magic of AI-powered automation technology is it gives businesses back the gift of time. So today, we will explore the business of automation with Mike Gilfix. Mike is our Vice President for AI-powered automation products at IBM. Now, while that's what the title might say on his business card, for us at IBM, Mike is the father of IBM automation. With a decorated history where he's held roles in engineering, architecture, business development, and later as product executive of mobile offerings, and then taking the helm of our business automation portfolio in 2016. And this is where he honed his automation savvy, culminating in an infamous slack to yours truly. Early last year, he slacked me and asked, can you talk? I have a major epiphany, like string theory. It's all clicked. And this is where he disclosed his vision on AI-powered automation across business and IT. And since that slack message, we're now both part of a new business unit at IBM, and I'm the CTO, and Mike leads products and the overall strategy of business of automation. And this is where we'll start our discussion. Welcome, Mike, to the Art of Automation. Jerry, thanks for having me. And I can confirm to your listeners, not only did that Slack occur, I did, in fact, reference string theory in that very Slack. <laughs> Let's get to the first question, Mike. How can AI-powered automation give that gift of time back and make work more meaningful to a business? So what we call the gift of time is really about people being able to spend their days on the things that matter for themselves and for their business. And let's put this in some context. If we think about all of the days that we spend and you broke down the, the breakdown of how you spent your time, I'm sure you discovered that there's a bunch of things you had to do, mm -hmm. all these different menial tasks and you know things that are just eating up your day and things that you want to do. And think about that a little bit like your resume. Did you put on your resume that you were great at building reports and, you know, mm. making sure that you got all your expenses done yeah. on time and, you know, you, you did all your, your paperwork and your bureaucratic follow-up? No, it wouldn't make for a good LinkedIn profile for sure. <laughs> That's right. I mean, you want to talk about the clients that you served and the new business you delivered and the great value that you built and that amazing customer service you provided. 
And so that's this idea behind the gift of time. And well, let me share why I think this is such a big deal. See, we've had automation for a really long time and it's existed in the industry. But in the past several decades, we've seen an explosion of information work in the enterprise. And this is the Mm -hmm. kind of work that classic automation does not solve. Enter modern AI technology, which can use algorithms to make sense of all this data so that humans don't have to spend time sifting through a needle in a haystack to figure out what to do. It can help them make sense of that information. It can engage them at the right time. And it can make them more effective in their jobs so that they can focus on the things that matter. That's truly the gift of time, making sure you're focused on impact, not the long laundry list of things that you got to get done. Yeah. So, Mike, let's contextualize that to today, right? So what's the role of AI-powered automation and how might it play in a post-pandemic business landscape? So first, uh, AI-powered automation, I think, is critical and essential to every modern business. Why? Because it's one of the key growth drivers and keys to sustainable growth for all of these different organizations. What this will allow them to do is leverage AI technology to help IT get over that massive backlog of work so they can get to innovation. And it's going to help lines of business to reorient their processes, serve their customers better in a digital world. And after all, now in the pandemic, I think we're all finding ourselves in a very different digital environment. Mm -hmm. And one, we're making sure that you're responsive and serving your customers through new mediums is more important than ever. And automation plays a huge part in facilitating that kind of modern customer interaction. All right. That's great, Mike. So can you share a couple of examples of the difference between intelligent automation and current automation and how it might impact a business? Sure. I'm going to give you a business example and an IT example, because it's important to see the the true impact that automation can bring to all these different information-centric roles in an enterprise. Let's start with the business example and share a story of some work that we did at the U.S. Department of Veteran Affairs. Turns out that if you wanted to submit your application for benefits, you had to package up all your documents, put them in the mail, and send them in in a very long and tedious process. And these are real citizens with real needs, just looking to get service, right, Mm -hmm. from this this great government utility. And on their side, they had to go and take things that came into the mailroom. They had to get people open it. They had to sift through all these documents, turn around and sort of digitize them or input them into different systems, figure out how to go and process the request and get it done. Well, it turns out that actually getting that done end-to-end took a really long time. You had a process that ranged anywhere from two weeks to even several months to go and get the response back to those end constituents. And why did we need people? Because this stuff wasn't fully digitized and because they had to sift through and make sense of what the documents were, what was inside them, how do they apply the rules to figure out benefits, and then figure out how to best serve that customer. By leveraging intelligent automation, we were able to take this claims process and shrink it down in the majority of cases to five minutes. Five minutes. Mm, I mean, that's mm. impressive. Yes, it is. And think about all the mistakes that were probably made along the way, right? I mean, if you had to sit there and open up envelopes all day and sift Mm -hmm. through it and figure it out, you're probably going to make lots of mistakes entering in the system, and then people aren't getting the service that they need. So intelligent automation allowed us to make sense of all this unstructured data that came in, the forms, the documents, the information. It allowed us to use algorithms to figure out the best way to provide service and make sure that it got in front of the right person faster and shrunk down that time of service. Okay. Yeah. 
Makes great sense. example of a, yep. you know, business. a business benefit. But it's actually not just limited to business because we can use this technology to make IT better. And after all, IT is the lifeblood of innovation for any modern organization. And a great example is with Nextel Brazil. So Nextel provides large-scale telecommunications to the population of Brazil. And what they were doing was leveraging our technology to make sense of where things went wrong in their network. As you can imagine, uh, there's a huge population in Brazil, a large-scale network. They had something like 25,000 different network elements. Mm. Well, when something goes wrong, how do you find that needle in a haystack? How do you get to root cause quickly? And so they used our technology to go and figure out what the effective blast radius is, meaning the impact of something going down, what the root cause is and how to improve it. And that resulted in them shrinking outages from something like 30 minutes to five minutes, just because the AI was able to make sense of all this information and get the humans working on the things that mattered, which was resolving the outage. All right, Mike. So what are the critical issues for businesses to be aware of and where should they start? Well, first of all, here's what's not going to work. Getting a bunch of smart consultants into a room and putting a lot of stickies on a whiteboard because, you know, that's not going to help them figure out where they can get the biggest bang for the buck these days. Uh, yeah. What, what organizations are doing now is they're using data-driven approaches to figuring out where automation can have the biggest impact. And they use things like process mining tools that can sift through large amounts of information in an organization, look at how people are doing work and then provide smart suggestions on where you can apply automation technology so that you can make the organization that much more productive. And I would really encourage any modern organization to think about leveraging those technologies as the way to find out where they can get the big bang for the buck for automation. And then, you know, you want to obviously translate those ideas into implementation, which is why you need uh, an automation set of capabilities so you can digitize your ideas and put them into practice. All right, Mike. So I get this question a lot. It's really about jobs. Can intelligent automation help keep or grow jobs is really the base of the question. What do you think? Well, I I mentioned this, I think, at the beginning that I am a big believer that automation is the key to sustainable revenue growth, right? Sustainable revenue growth, which means as a business is growing, it's, it's a job creator. And the reason that automation is able to do that is because it's such an effective way of building a digital channel and modern customer service and modern integrations with partners. And it's an essential way to make sure that people are focused on the things that matter, which is relationships, creativity, decision-making, um, the kinds of things that really make a high business impact, right? The kind you want in your mm-hmm. resume. That's and right. And so with it focused on that set of growth, you know, that's... Uh, that is a key way in which it's going to help to bolster jobs. And if we think about that resume analogy, I think it's an opportunity to help people simply have more impact because they have more time in the day to do the things that matter. Great way to frame it, Mike. Thank you so much. And ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to The Art of Automation with guest Mike Gilfix, father and vice president of IBM Automation. Okay. We started this episode illustrating how the business of automation was the pursuit of repurposing time targeting those billions of hours that enterprises spend each year on low-value work that strips people from focusing on the things, as Mike said many times, that really matter the most to your business. Mike described intelligent automation. I like that U.S. Veteran Affairs Office example, using intelligent document processing to transform those error-prone claims processes with turnaround times that were two-plus weeks to respond and improving by 90%, I think, is what you said. 
uh, urgent claims response now within five minutes. And that's a big deal. And now you can spend time on things that matter most, like serving veterans. Doesn't get much better than that. Well, that's it, folks. And once again, I'd like to thank Mike. Oh, well, thank you for having me, Jerry. <laughs> uh, no problem, Mike. And also want to thank you listeners. This is Jerry Cuomo, IBM Fellow and Chief Technology Officer of Automation and IBM. And I'll see you again on an upcoming episode.